0: Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrini here with our big Amazing Race Final Four exit interview special. And uh, we're going to hear from the top four teams from the Amazing Race. I'm very excited about this. I really thought that the Amazing Race finale last night, I was sort of going into it. I was a little tired after watching Big Brother and then doing the Big Brother podcast. But I have to say, I thought it was the best episode of the season and I was glued to it. I had not really been spoiled. I saw some pictures of Paul on my Twitter timeline and I wasn't sure if that was like, oh, Paul is laughing that Justin Cody uh, didn't win or he's mad that they did win. So I, that really I wasn't spoiled. I, I turned off Twitter. I didn't go and check it again the whole rest of the show. And I was really glued to the entire program, so I, I thought it was a really fun episode, really fun finale. It you know it went back and forth a bunch of different times, a bunch of lead changes. Sometimes these amazing race finales are sort of uh, you know pretty cut and dry, and one team is just blowing everybody else away. But going down to that last challenge, I was really on the edge of my seat. So we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about here today on our exit interview, and then I'm going to get together with Jessica Lees and Mike Bloom later on this afternoon, and we'll talk about that. So we'll have a whole recap to come about the Amazing Race 30 finale, and we'll put it all in context. And, of course, uh, so much else going on here in the world. Uh, Rob has a podcast between all the big brother and the survivor. But here, Amazing Race is what we're going to be focused on today. And we're about to talk to the winners of the Amazing Race 30. I'm very excited to have back here on the podcast with me, Jess and Cody. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. How you guys doing today?
1: We're sleepy. We're you tired.
0: Guys, you guys don't step. Yes. Okay. Well. Anyway, uh, this is uh, really amazing. You know that I, I think that maybe I'm late to the party here on on this because I felt like okay, you guys were on the on the Big Brother, fell in love. Look, we we've uh, seen people get together on the Big Brother before, but now you come down to the Amazing Race, and you guys are the first team to win the Amazing Race. That's like the crossover team. And this is like a, a real fairy tale story. <laughs> I'm blown away today.
2: I mean, I guess I didn't, I didn't really realize that we were the first crossover team to win.
0: Yes, of course. That sure. yeah, we've had a amazing racer win survivor. Maybe that's uh, you know you guys uh, look at that for down the road. But uh, this is really uh, fantastic. And now you guys are building this life together. You have uh, these winnings. So uh, all, all very exciting. Uh, do you guys have a wedding date on the books? Congratulations on the wedding as well, on the engagement. Wait, wait, Rob, is this recorded? or is this, uh... <laughs> what, what do you, well, Cody, what do you think? Uh, this is practice? I,
1: I, I don't know. I never know if these things are in print or recorded. Yes, this yes. This is recorded, right? Yes,
0: we're, we're yeah, we're recording. <laughs> you guys live? we're not live we're not live all right this isn't the live feeds Um, no
2: wedding date no wedding date yet yes we've only been engaged for nine days yes
0: yes i saw the video i saw the video Uh, uh amazing uh so you guys had uh this uh really exciting run here in the amazing race and it was really uh a nail biter in terms of the finale Jess, did it feel good to be the one who was able to win uh, that final task? I know you talked a lot about these last couple of legs about how you felt like Cody really was putting the team on his back, but you were the one who ultimately won that final leg.
2: You know, it was nice because, and I said this while we were watching last night, it's just crazy that you raced around the world for a month and you worked so hard for a month and it all just it just neck and neck at the end. It's anybody's game and everything that you've done up until now. It's like, there's no point system, you know, it just came down to a final challenge and Cody definitely carried us to that final challenge. And it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed myself. It was a lot of pressure and, you know, seeing Cody face at the finish line and how shocked
0: he was is something that all the- <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah that Cody you look like you didn't believe that it happened I I, I had my doubts
1: I don't know it's just one of those things that I figured we didn't cross the right T or dot the right I yeah. I don't know you, you never know
0: yes I like it after Jessica put the plane together you're like okay come on we have to leave now we have to go and run to the finish line yeah
1: <laughs> Well, I, I did notice that Henry like looked over at Jess's plane, like when she gave that dude a hug, when he gave her the clue, like Henry looked over at her plane and started kicking it into high gear. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously he saw what she did and, yeah. then, you know, and then it was a foot race to the end there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, Cody, uh, we saw that you ended up twisting your ankle at one point during the finale. Was that just like a uh, a minor thing or was that something that you had to deal with for that whole final leg?
1: uh i mean in the marine corps I, I twisted my ankle a lot so it's just kind of been rubbery since then um there's two times in the race i, I really twisted it pretty bad and it was gosh what, where was that where, the board uh, I, I twisted it pretty bad uh and then there in san francisco i just twisted it pretty bad so i was on a limp for a little bit but motion is lotion <laughs> i had to keep it moving
0: what was the most challenging part of the amazing race for you guys um
2: i don't know staying hydrated and getting enough sleep yeah
0: <laughs> was that a good recipe for the amazing race to go into it right after big brother because big brother is uh, so much is so much more intense and uh, amazing race uh, it feels easier after that i don't know it's definitely we- not easy we we forgot to bring. Well, we never bought an alarm clock.
2: We didn't know that we had to bring an alarm clock to wake us up every morning.
1: So we had to naturally try and wake up every morning, which uh, we perfected. Or, or, or we would miss our our like launch time.
2: We were used mat. to Big Brother, you know, blaring music to wake us up. We didn't realize that having needing an alarm clock every yeah. day was something that was our responsibility.
0: Now. It seemed like that there was uh, some friction with Team Yale. Jess, you seemed uh, disappointed when you saw them at the finish line at the 11th leg, which meant that one of your friends were going to be eliminated. What was it about uh, Team Yale that rubbed you guys the wrong way? You
3: know,
2: it's just that we loved Indy car and X-Games so much that we just wanted to be able to compete in
1: the finals with them.
0: We liked Henry. Okay. It was Evan. It was this go back to the Zimbabwe leg when she wouldn't give you any help, Jess? It, it, it
1: wasn't just that leg. It, what you don't see on a lot of these uh, legs is many teams get bunched up and then it, we don't know what uh, or where the next challenge is or anything like that. So a lot of people get together and just say, let's just work this out. Let's figure out where the next challenge is. Let's all get, get each other there and then we'll compete together and whatever. Uh, Evan never wanted to be a part of those things. Mm-hmm. so it's, it's not like anybody genuinely like really hated the chick or anything like that. I'm sure Henry might, but, Oh, come uh, on. It is. She, she just kind of made herself an outcast when it came to like group things, mm-hmm. which is fine. If they, if, if they want to work separate from everyone else, it's fine, but whatever.
0: Yeah. Now, have you guys heard from Paul? Has he uh, contacted you guys to congratulate you guys on the Amazing Race win?
2: Paul has nothing to do with Amazing
0: Race, so <laughs> I'm not even
2: addressing those comments.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you said, Jess, during the race that uh, when uh, the Team Ocean Spray lost their passport, you felt like that that was karma for uh, U-Turning you uh, do you guys believe that bad things will happen to people that mess with Jody?
1: What, people, what people didn't see was Jessica actually reached over and grabbed Lucas' passport and ran off. <laughs> the, like she did with it? Now. Yeah,
0: with the gnome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I saw that you guys uh, recently said that uh, the only reality people that are going to be invited to your wedding are going to be Team Extreme, uh, Team IndyCar, and Mark and Elena, is there anybody else that's on the maybe list? I like uh I like the twins. Okay. Or Eric and Daniel. Eric and Daniel, they
1: they're both Marines. Eric actually came to uh the watch party last night. It's pretty cool. We like uh, uh the ring girls too.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we
1: uh, yeah. they they came by last night. They're yeah, on the bubble.
2: Yeah, we made a lot of friends on Amazing Race. It was big brother that was a little bit more challenging.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, have you guys followed the celebrity big brother as well? Oh yeah. Okay. Do you guys, do you guys want to call your shot as reality TV winners? Who will be the celebrity big brother winner? I have
1: no idea who's going to win. I mean, we, we kind of predicted at the beginning that it would be Brandy just because.
2: Looks like she's going home this
1: week though. (laughs) I always ruins these things for me. She's a, she's (laughs) a live feed nerd. Yeah. I, I don't know always ruin it
2: I think we have our money on James now right
1: well yeah no I've uh I've been uh team Maslow from the start whoa she, you, you, you want you want Ross to win
0: right
2: I I just love Omarosa Ross Randy and James I think that's their it's great the television
0: <laughs> one of those people you gotta you got a lot of horses in the race <laughs> Uh, what's next for you guys? Now you did the big brother and I think that what was so interesting about you two was that you, then you went and did the amazing race. Like what was it? Four days after big brother. I mean, you barely got any chance to know each other in the real world and then you did the amazing race. So you have the wedding coming up. Is that it for reality TV? I
1: don't know. We'll see. We're on bold and beautiful here pretty soon. <laughs>
0: yes. In a few
2: yeah. Cody's, in, Cody's an actor. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: Cody do you like this stuff is it
0: is it fun for you to do these things because I just feel like that you want to shy away from the camera
1: whatever yeah, it's, <laughs> see, the thing is there's a, there's a lot of new experiences and I get to experience them with Jessica so hey, just one of those deals that you know once our relevancy fades away we'll never get an opportunity to do these <laughs> things again and the fact that I get to do them with the love of my life it's just you know not a lot of people get to experience it so I'm enjoying my experiences with her
0: Okay. All right. Well, great to, uh, catch up with you guys again. Congratulations on, uh, all the success and everything else that's, uh, that's coming up. Anything else you guys want to say? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks so much. Congratulations and, uh, all the best Jess and Cody. Appreciate it, all right. Take care. Bye. Hey Jess and Cody said that they forgot to bring an alarm clock onto the Amazing Race. sounds like they might have forgot to bring an alarm clock onto the amazing race uh, exit interviews but again a lot to celebrate last night what would I know from anything with celebrating but again congratulations to uh, Jess and Cody I just think it's an interesting story uh, with these two that ended up uh, meeting on the show and you know 19 seasons of Big Brother and, and OTT and whatever and you know you have couples that get together and then some of You know, have moved on, but you know, we've had you know, the we have big brother marriages and all this stuff, but just really interesting to now to see them uh go and be able to have a nest egg out of this, also. I mean, these two only know each other for you know less than a year at this point, just a lot uh, to have. It's a lot to all come down in the course of one year, and it's really you know, I, I think that that's sort of the interesting thing about reality TV in terms of what a life changing experience it could be for these two people didn't know each other a year ago been through two shows and now uh you know have uh this this uh love affair this marriage engagement and everything with the money so uh it's a cool story all right let's get to our next exit interview here today the team that came up just short I'm really looking forward to talking to team Yale Henry and Evan let's patch them in hi Rob hey Rob how's it going guys
1: Good, how are are you
0: doing? doing? I'm doing very good. And uh, I I really enjoyed watching you both on the uh, race this season. I felt like that you guys ended up being uh, very compelling underdogs in my mind. Uh, It seemed like that everybody else seemed to be working together at points uh, without you (laughs) both. Uh, (laughs) Is that how it felt like out there? Honestly, at the time, I don't think Henry and I had any idea that they had an alliance or anything (laughs) of that
4: sort. We didn't feel excluded um, it was evident that some of the other teams for the end were closer friends with one another than perhaps they were with us but you know we never felt the beneficiaries of any ill will or anything like
0: that yeah okay let me ask henry about the episode last night and when it came down to it sure we got a lower third on the screen that at one point you had 12 out of 12 right on the plane and did not check with the uh, guy who gives you the thumbs up or not. Did you know that you had the plane correct at one point or was that a surprise when you watched the episode last night?
5: Um, so I have to be honest, Rob, that was a really heartbreaking thing to see on air and that uh, was a little bit of a surprise last night. Um, you know, Maybe it was really hard to remember just because it was, Probably like three a.m. in the morning or something like that. Um, but at the time, I really remember thinking, "Oh, I'm going through this methodically, like I planned." I'm not really sure this is correct. Um, and yeah, and so to see that uh, we had the right answer, especially even after getting there a lot later than the other teams
0: and making up some time, definitely heartbreaking to see. Evan, what was your reaction when you saw that?
4: You know, I felt very confident in Henry throughout the entire experience, um, and we arrived at the puzzle so much later than the other teams. Uh, and so the fact that he finished so, so close behind uh, Jessica, I think just confirms that he did a really great job. So I think I was trying to expel a lot of my own nervous energy by just cheering as much as possible. Um, but I was really confident in him and really, really proud because I you know, still think that he just did a great
0: job. Okay. See that, Henry? That was nice. My wife would not let me forget this. She would talk about this every day forever.
5: No, Evan is the most supportive partner. Like, uh, I I really, really, truly do believe that. Um, uh, yeah, I really, you know, the, the whole race, the fact that we did well, I think is just a testament to how well we worked together. She was really supportive of the ways um, that made us work well.
0: I thought that you guys had a really dynamite 11th leg of the race. I felt like that you guys really dominated in that first hour of the finale. Phil even said that only two other teams had had a speed bump and then ended up coming in first place uh, in that leg. It seemed like that you guys were very well prepared for uh, what you might be facing in that first leg. Can you speak a little bit to your prep? Uh I- so I guess in terms of prep, the biggest thing probably for us then was just
5: we, we, we have a way of getting into like a laser focused mode um, that I think we were during that, kind of like when we were U-turn. Um, so I think we were really uh, just on point for all the tasks that happened. It also helped that, you know, we had some things working for us, for example, the fact that I know a little bit Mandarin, um, the fact that we had a great, great taxi driver. Um, yeah, this, this certainly helped too. Yeah.
4: I also, I also think, think it was just, just, you know, you go into something like that knowing that you have a speed bump ahead of ahead of time, um and we went into it just trying to be positive and focused as Henry mentioned and then once you know, we finished it quickly and felt that we were still very close with the other teams, you just gain kind of a a sense of positive momentum that made the whole experience really, really thrilling and fun. So I think that's what I remember about that like most. It's just, it was incredibly fun. I think
5: the whole time we were chanting to
0: ourselves worst to first, worst (laughs) to first. How much Amazing Race had you guys seen before coming into play this season?
4: I uh, grew up watching it on and off with my dad a little bit. And then, um, you know, when we found out that we would have the thrilling chance to be on the season, we just absolutely
5: binge-watched about 10 seasons as quickly as Oh, yeah. Can. We watched... Yeah, we, we <laughs> pretty much did nothing for several weeks except watch the race and think about yeah. what we were going to do to prepare. <laughs>
0: uh, I felt like the, there were so many different times we guys uh, faced adversity uh, over the course of the race. Uh, specifically, one of those times was in that first uh, head-to-head... Uh, during the <laughs> Freight race. Uh, Henry, what was that like to have to uh, run that race so oh, many man. times?
5: <laughs> uh, that was a super memorable experience. Um, it was one of the most exhausting things that I've, I've ever done. Uh, you know, I think we'd been running around for a very long time at that point. And the big mistake was the night before we tried to save like, money by not eating dinner. So we were both uh, underfed and tired. Uh, And at the end of a long day, um, we came to the free race and figured out we had to go against people that were literally professional athletes. Like, I think I raced Sean in the first Mm -hmm. uh, race and, uh, you know, I was hopeful, but I don't think many people would bet on me there. Uh, And so by then we were really tired, but thankfully we were able
3: to pull it out.
0: Evan, did you feel at all as though, uh, you were singled out during, uh, in some of the comments that different players have had, uh, over the course of this season, where I feel like, uh, even in d- doing the exit interviews today, uh, I heard from teams that say, no, we didn't really mind Henry, but we found Evan to be difficult to get along with.
4: Um, you know, people are entitled to their opinion and, um, you know, Everything that Henry and I did, all of the decisions that we made, we made together and were things that we discussed ahead of time. I'm aware of the fact that, you know, I'm rather assertive uh, and direct in the way that I communicate with people. Some people really appreciate it. Others don't. Um, and I think with the stress of a competitive environment, I'm certainly sympathetic to the fact that some people wouldn't enjoy that. But, you know... Um, I guess what matters to me is that I know that I never did anything malicious. And so I'm comfortable with that.
0: What was your reaction to seeing uh, Justin Cody so visibly disappointed that you guys were at the mat with Phil as opposed to Team IndyCar or Christy and Jen?
5: And we were still pretty elated because we just crushed the leg at that point in uh, the spot uh, in the final. Um, so I guess I would say we didn't really fixate on it that that much. Um, you know, if anything, like the fact that they're just, it's it, it just, it, you know, the way we race this, we want to do as well as we can in every single leg that doesn't really have an impact on yeah. how we're thinking about the next leg.
0: I would have been like, Oh, so sorry that you didn't get to be in the top three with your friends. Oh, so sorry for, sorry for not losing the amazing race. Uh.
5: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a competition, and it was pretty satisfying to be there first after the speed bump and after, um, yeah, after that leg. Like.
0: How difficult was it to be uh, in the uh, McCovey Cove and realizing that you did not have the uh, correct number for the Willie Mays number of home runs?
5: Uh, difficult because we we actually I think we were the first to get you know a good amount of baseballs and then try a bunch of combinations and. We just didn't know the numbers. Maybe, so they were all wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that. Uh, once we figure that out, then, you know, we realize uh, now we actually know what we need to do. But at the beginning, it was kind of a lot of paddles around um, while feeling a little bit lost.
0: Yeah. Henry, did you get hurt when the boat crashed into you? It looked like that that was a, a pretty high speed collision.
5: Uh, no, I was, I was fine during that, um, you know. Never like being rammed but um it was it was fine yeah
0: evan how difficult was it to have to uh scale up the uh golden gate bridge
4: oh man i really wish that that i had worked worked on my pull up up in the run-up to the race (laughs) um it was really difficult i just don't have the upper body strength to do something like that quickly so um and, and, and my sense of time was also completely skewed. It's really hard to know how long something is taking and how quickly the other teams finished. So um, it was simultaneously just trying to suppress a lot of frustration and panic um, while conjuring up every little bit of energy and motivation to keep going. Uh, I felt so, so bad that Henry was just Stuck on the ground watching me struggle up on this contraption
5: but i have to say she was great i mean i was timing this thing we didn't really lose that much time especially you know, she was racing against a former marine and a former x-games medalist mm-hmm. uh and looking from the bottom the bottom up view, that was like that looked like a pretty insane thing to be scaling
0: yeah uh that seemed uh extraordinarily difficult i, I think i'd still be out there if i was uh if i needed to do that uh you guys, uh, talked a lot about your uh, improving your communication, uh, with each other. Do you guys feel like that the race, uh, taught you both anything in terms of improving the way that you guys communicate with each other outside of the amazing race?
4: Well, I think thankfully, the majority of our life will not be as stressful as, uh, you know, we the conditions of the race. <laughs> um, but you know, I think that we did find a really, really good dynamic while we were competing. It's so easy to get frustrated and upset. And I think, you know, when that happened, we verbalized it to one another, tried to do our best as, as you know, just expressing what we were feeling rather than placing blame on the other person. Um, and so I think we definitely learned from that experience. And, and if anything, we'll just be better at that. Should, should conditions ever replicate themselves.
5: Yeah, also, I think you really can't go into the race expecting that you won't have these moments of high stress where something is just going to go wrong and break down between you and your partner. But I think the important thing is being able to, in those moments, not let it blow up and be a huge thing and then totally derail the race. You know, we saw that happen over and over again in the season. we watched. You know, arguably even happened happen at some points during this season. And I think the important thing was, even if we, you know, <laughs> argued or you know, there were moments of tension between us We kept on racing. That's what we were always focused
4: on. And most importantly, I'm very thankful that Henry is as patient and kind to me as he is because I think those moments of frustration were more commonly, you know, experienced by me than by him.
0: <laughs> now, you guys won a couple legs of the amazing race, including you guys are going to go on a trip and be able to have an afternoon of mini golf. Are you guys excited about this trip? Yes. I
5: mean, hey, I, I, love, I love mini, mini golf. golf. Uh, we've been at some mini golf dates,
0: so, you know, this, <laughs> this <laughs> will be the better version of that. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> enjoy it. Uh, who was your favorite team to uh, uh, get along with on The Amazing Race? So we've heard a lot about the teams you didn't get along with, but who who were your uh, best buddies out there?
4: You know, I was, I was raised yeah. never to say that I have a best friend. <laughs> And I think similarly, you know, we got along really well with a lot of teams. I think the people that we felt closest to during the course of it were probably team well strung, uh, the firefighters and the lifeguards. Okay. Um, but with that said, you know, it, it's sad just to, just to hear that other people, you know, maybe had difficulty getting along with me. But honestly, I had a good time with pretty much everyone.
5: Okay. Yeah, I mean, also, I think we're fine with how things shook up. We're sad that some of those teams that we thought we, we really got along with well.
4: Oh, didn't end up
5: getting us farther but um you know that's the nature of the race
0: yeah would you guys consider doing the amazing race again or do you feel like that this was a chapter in your life and you guys are ready to move on
5: oh it'll hurt Go back. absolutely <laughs> absolutely it was i mean
0: there really is nothing like it we're so so grateful more than
5: anything to have gotten to do it yeah um but, you know definitely not Ready, I would say I'm, you know, not totally ready to move on after having just watched. what was a really exciting season. It yeah. Makes you really relive the
0: whole thing. Well, look, I'd be there for it because I like the teams that have both the uh, internal and external conflict at times. I think that those are my those are my favorite teams to watch because it reminds me of my real life. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> very
4: relatable. Yes, you're very relatable.
0: All right. Well, uh, thank you, thank you guys both uh, so much for uh, coming on with me. I have to. I have to also give you guys an award. That uh, you guys are my favorite reality stars who are Yale alumni.
5: <laughs> thank you, thank you.
0: Okay, we'll cherish that one. So yes, cherish that. <laughs> thank
5: you for having us on the podcast,
0: Rob okay but, yeah thank you both so much bet
5: i was just saying i'm a fan of the podcast i know i was just saying fan of the podcast so i appreciate
0: everything that you do okay thank uh, you we'll get to talk to you first all right well uh, yeah uh thank you so much henry and uh all the best to you both moving forward okay you thank too. you okay take care all right everybody, there you have it Henry and Evan, uh very nice to talk with them on the uh podcast. Uh, who knew? Henry was listening to the podcast. So, uh great job by them. My my favorite reality stars that are alumni of Yale. Uh fantastic job there by them. And I did I thought they were a lot of fun and uh you know, uh J- Justin Cody, I'm happy for them. Nice story, but uh I'd be lying if I said that uh you know wasn't uh you know rooting for Henry and Evan there points uh as well too last night. So, Uh, Very fun to hear from them. I don't know, something weird was going on uh, with uh, maybe the reason why people uh, didn't get along with Evan. Maybe they were hearing her double. I don't know what was going on with her uh, phone connection. So you weren't crazy if you heard that as well. I heard like uh, two versions of her, but only one version of Henry. So we're going to switch gears now and we're going to bring in our third place finishers from The Amazing Race. And that would be Team Extreme, who will join us to talk about their run on the Amazing Race, never finishing below third place. Here's Christy and Jen. Hey, Rob. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Well, very excited to uh, catch up with you guys after a uh, really fantastic run on the Amazing Race. And look, if we were taking, like, median average scores – you guys would be the winner. Yeah.
6: There's something. That's <laughs> <not> right. <laughs> Constellation right there.
0: Yeah. So that's something. That's something. No,
6: we are proud of it. We are very proud of it. I don't want to
0: yeah. sound like we're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was really feeling for you guys because you guys uh, really, I-, I thought ran a, a very dominant race uh, throughout uh, basically like 10 legs. And then it seemed like that you guys had your toughest night last night in those uh, final two legs
6: we, we definitely did had indeed. our toughest
0: night yes and if you guys could just let, <laughs> let us nine. know uh, when it's when it's Christy and when it's Jen
2: oh sure both of us but Jen go
6: ahead um, this is just definitely our toughest night um you know from Hong Kong starting off with some cab issues which we overcame and then you know the crab thing ended up being really difficult uh, that was not the detour to choose um, and then poor Christy having to do that roadblock like it was a tough night and we were really really thankful that there was a puzzle that allowed us to kind of make up some ground and and sneak in there for the final leg
0: yeah chrissy i I really i felt for you during the rage art task because it looked like that you were uh, really getting beat up there having to you know hit all of those uh tvs and appliances with uh, a baseball bat
4: Yeah, you know, um, at that point, we were in last. So we were really hoping for a roadblock that would allow us to gain some time because the challenges throughout the race had been our strongest point. So um, that was our hope. And I arrived there to see Cody with a head start bashing these bats, and we're in last place. So there was frustration from the word go as soon as I saw what the roadblock was. But um, that, that roadblock was incredibly difficult. We also knew that we were the only team that didn't have um, a, a, a male partner still left in the race. So it, it was up to one of us. And, um, you know, I was giving those televisions, everything I had, I was swinging those bats, um, from the bottom, getting as much leverage as I could. And I, sometimes it was just bouncing off the television screens. Um, so the reverberations up my hands and wrists, um, my, my hands hurt for two months after that, I would wake up in the middle, middle of the night with, some um, sore hands. I went for x-rays when I got home. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, I know I'm talking around of all way, but it was really, really challenging. It was really frustrating. Um, and <laughs> I didn't like it very much.
0: Yeah. Well then I was very surprised because it looked like that you had, uh, issues with your arms, but then you, uh, were then scaling up the golden gate bridge then in the next leg.
4: Yeah. I, I three bats. Yeah, <laughs> I broke three bats in half, you know? bringing them against the wall. So, um, yeah, my wrists were killing me when we got to the bridge, but our strategy from the beginning was to have Jen do the final task. And so when I thought it was something physical when I thought it was climbing. Um, that was, we talked about our strengths before we went to the race and that was one of mine. Um, and I realized pretty quickly that I could use my legs and my legs were fresh. So, um, I just tried to lean on them as much as I could and yeah. not use my forearms. Hey,
0: they don't call you guys team extreme for nothing, right?
4: <laughs> That's right.
0: That's right. Uh, Jen, I want to talk about that airplane puzzle because then uh, you two uh, look to have a few low moments in terms of uh, putting this together. And, and again, I, I was feeling very bad because it looked like that you were getting very down on yourself.
6: Yeah. So, uh huh. A few things here. Um, so the, the shocks of me when I am throwing my water bottle and perhaps swearing um, and saying things like I can't, which is not vocabulary that I tend to use. Um, that was all after the other teams had finished the finish li- uh, had crossed the finish line. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was three 30 in the morning. Long, long after. It, yeah. I think I, it took me another hour or so to um, solve the puzzle after the other teams got it. Um and the issue for me was Did not you finished the plane after the, the other
0: teams checked in.
6: Oh yeah. yeah. And I saw them check in. So I heard Jeff and Cody win a million dollars. So of course I'm going to be down. I'm going to be bumming. Um, and I mean, I took the pieces off the plane twice and laid them all next to each other. I'm looking at it like this isn't making sense. And um, in the end, you can see the, as I push my plane back to Christie, once I finally solved the puzzle, uh, one of my wings is, facing forwards. And one of my wings is facing backwards. Yeah. Um, and that I, I didn't even allow myself to think about that possibility. When I started solving this puzzle, there were two wings that could go on the right side and two wings that could go on the left side to face the right direction. Um, but you actually had to put one on backwards. So I never had the correct combination because I was looking at it to try and make a plane that, you know, was properly assembled um, but apparently the wing orientation didn't matter. And yeah, so the other planes were the same. So, you know, they dealt with the same stuff. And I just got, I guess, too fixated on the orientation of these wings and didn't didn't just focus on discerning the images.
4: And it cost me. Yeah. So we, we thought it was a two-part challenge. And we read the clue. Um, it said, after you properly assemble your plane, ask the captain, and your plane will be cleared for takeoff. So we thought it was two parts. You need to properly assemble a plane and solve the puzzle. Um, and so Jen's mind is like, there's a fat side and a skinny side to the wings. The fat side obviously goes forward. So she it, it wouldn't allow her to put a wing on backwards. She's like, that's not right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she was thinking mechanically as a plane flies before she was thinking about solving the puzzle. And so it never allowed her to get to the the final solving of the puzzle. Um, she actually got it within one piece um, on the first try. And then she took it all apart. She's like, I can't put a wing on backwards.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Jen, were you uh, planning on then doing some rage art to that airplane after you got done Absolutely with it?
6: Absolutely not.
0: Pulling <laughs> <laughs> a Willie Mays, 660 home runs.
6: <laughs> if you could have picked up the computers and smashed them into the ground, I would have been, down
0: with
3: mm, that. <laughs> okay. Uh, right.
6: um yeah, no, it was it was a frustrating final challenge. I can't say like, you know, it would have changed any outcome. Like these we they were fierce competitors and really strong teams, so yeah. um it just was it was a bummer to come that far to get to that venue first, yeah. to have all the pieces first, to have run a pretty much flawless leg, to have been the only team that thought to ask Willie Mays home run record before we got in the kayak, mm-hmm. like to not even really gain an advantage from that to cruise through the cookie factory. You know, it just, what's frustrating that it, it, it feels sure. like all those things didn't quite pay off in the end, but you know, everyone has strokes of good luck and bad luck in this race at some point in time. Um, and sometimes it's, it's more costly. So. Yeah.
0: And you guys did a really great job, I thought, with the social game and that there was, I I don't think a a bad word was said about either of you uh, the entire way through the race, and there's a lot of other teams that uh, can't claim the same. Uh, You ended up being part of this group of three teams at the end of the race. Was it more that you just hit it off with uh, Big Brother and with IndyCar, or was it more that, hey, people are saying they want to go to the end with us that's good enough.
6: I mean, we had planned on going to the end no matter what and no matter with whom, um, that was our first and foremost goal. Um, but we did have closer relationships with IndyCar and big brother. And, um, and by the, by, as we were getting into the later stages of the race, you really have to start thinking about, okay, if we don't win this thing, like who do we want to see win this thing? And, you know, there were, it was more for us. It was more than just, IndyCar and Big Brother. I mean, Ocean Rescue was another team we cared a lot about and thought they were fantastic. We were devastated when they went home when Lucas lost his passport. Um, so I think in the end, it sort of just, it was more of a natural forming thing based on just relationship building than, than any outright alliance or any like outright thing to cast out Yale. Okay.
4: And, and it was really organic, actually. We, um, as competitors having traveled the world to compete for our sport, that was quite dangerous. Um, we learned to cheer for our competitors, but also at the same time we wanted to beat them. And so we also realized having been retired athletes, that the most important thing you do in your career is, uh, is friendships and have solid relationships. So we went into that realizing that, you know, there's some luck involved and while we want to win this and we think we're the strongest team, um, you Know there's every chance that we're not, and
2: we want to be happy for uh, we want to be happy for whoever does. So it,
4: it was just kind of about um, yeah, building those relationships. Jen and I are going to two weddings, we're going to the Indy 500. Um, we really had the experience of a lifetime,
0: okay. All right, that's a lot of wedding gifts though. You maybe uh, that uh, that's expensive. <laughs>
4: I just hope they. Yeah. Have them in Too bad soon. we didn't win a million
6: dollars.
0: Yeah, that would have been better. All right. Well, uh, we bought some
4: very nice wedding gifts.
0: Yes. Yeah, so well, now they get now they get worse gifts, so they should have thought about that before they ended up trying <laughs> to uh, be, knock you guys out. All right. Well, great job, and uh, really a uh, very strong race. Would you guys do it again? In you'd go right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's what I figured. Yeah. All right. Well, Jenna Christie, thank you yeah. guys so much for coming on with us. Uh, Best uh, of luck to both of you guys moving forward, okay? Thank you Rob. Right, Appreciate care. it. All right, everybody. There you have it. Team Extreme coming off the amazing Race. Uh, really, just from top to bottom, they were just the most consistent team all the way through the race. I I really thought that they had it, especially when they kept drilling down on like, you know, there's only been uh, two, uh, th- I think three other all female teams that have won. And like, okay, we're going to be number four. I mean, they set that up from the first episode, but I'm so bad at reading the, Amazing Race edit. I I think I've just been wrong season after season where with Survivor, I feel like that we are, you know, sometimes we're kind of locked in on the Survivor edit. But the Amazing Race edit has been uh, very tricky over these last couple of years and we know nothing. Okay, before we get to our final exit interview of the day with Team IndyCar, I want to take a moment and thank our sponsor for this episode of Rob has a podcast. And those are friends over at swap.com. Now we saw a swap on the amazing race this season. Swap.com is a a great site. They allow you to save a lot of money on clothing and other items when you buy stuff that is used, but in pristine condition, or even new with tags at swap.com, because you could be saving 80 to 90% off average retail prices on top brands, and you'll stretch your dollar a lot further without sacrificing quality or style at Swap.com. They've got a great promo code for our listeners to RHAP40. Get 40% off site-wide for your first order with that promo code RHAP40 if you want to give it a try. Over uh, six to 10,000 new items added daily. In fact, Swap.com has thousands of items for men, women, and children that are still new with tags, which means that nobody has ever worn them and they still have the tag on them. They're great, especially for parents that you know you have these kids. They outgrow everything so quickly. You get something for a kid, they might wear it once if you're lucky. Uh, swap.com is fantastic for that. Over 10,000 beloved brands. The whole family can enjoy Gap, Calvin Klein, Zara, J. Crew, Seven for All Mankind and many more as well. And if something doesn't fit, enjoy hassle-free returns with 30 days, no questions asked, stop driving to the store, going through the racks, shop millions of articles of clothes in seconds on Swap.com. Swap.com makes it simple and seamless to shop online. Use the filter, sort by price, brand, and condition to find what you want quickly and you can feel good about what you're purchasing on Swap.com knowing that shopping secondhand keeps clothes out of the landfill. No rage art here. Here. Uh, It's crazy how much people pay for new brand name clothes. Go and get your 40% discount site wide on your first order at swap.com. Promo code RHAP40. That's 40% off site wide on your first order with promo code RHAP40. Discount runs through March 31st. So hurry up and get to swap.com today. All right. Uh, We have our final team on the line. Team IndyCar is uh, all ready to go. And uh, let's go ahead and bring them in. Alex and Connor, guys, uh, good morning. How are you? Not too bad. here. Uh Very Doing good. Great. Yeah, very good. Uh, excited to talk to you guys. I thought you guys were a lot of fun to watch on the race this season. I, I guess that uh, the first question I have, uh, are you guys still roommates? Uh, Alex, have you kicked Connor out yet? Uh, I, well, Connor bought his own house.
7: But, oh! Uh, he, he's pretty stoked to have his own place, and it's, uh, we're, we're very happy for him.
0: Okay, Connor, congratulations.
3: Nice, nah, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Will you let Alex ever crash on your couch if uh, he is ever in need?
3: Well, I guess technically I did have a bed to sleep in at Alex's house, and I currently don't have a second bed here, but there is a couch. So if okay. he does want to sleep on my couch, yeah, sure. That, okay. That's totally. All
0: right. Well, uh, I think you guys were a lot of fun to watch. Uh, sorry it didn't work out uh, for you both in hong kong uh you guys uh had it looked like a harrowing time dealing with the hairy crabs uh what was the uh, the major problem was it the the crabs biting or it was just too slippery to tie them up
3: honestly i uh i just thought our crabs seemed to be a lot more difficult to put together we we had this guy showing us how to do it and we, we were trying to do it um but every single time, uh, you know, just, it just didn't work out. It was just really, it just didn't seem to be, I, I don't know. I, I didn't understand it at all. And clearly, you know, the other, you know, the two other teams, they did it, but it was obviously went a lot slower than what we did at the restaurant. So um, yeah, it was just, I mean, they bit really hard. Like, I know it seems like, oh, they're just little crabs, but like, let me tell you, it was not a good thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, so in the end, uh, I think we made the right choice. You know, a lot of people are like, "Oh man, like switch detours—that's a terrible idea." But it's like, all right, yeah, we left there second, so right. You know, I don't think that was clearly not the bane of our uh, of our uh, leg. That's for
0: sure. Yeah. Well, when you guys got to the restaurant, I really thought that it was going to be a major problem because Connor, it, it didn't look like uh, you uh, were ready to take all those orders. You seemed like there's no way you could do it, but. I felt like, at least from what the episode showed, uh, you guys didn't get done much after Henry and Evan did. How were you able to uh, put that all together so quickly?
3: Yeah, it was about three minutes after they left. I think um, it was just very strange at first. Like, I obviously uh, had never been there before. I don't I don't have any idea what language they were speaking. But, um, but yeah, it, it's one of those things that there, there was clearly a, um, you know, the, the guests there were instructed to speak a first way and and speak really quickly and and you know that was it. So you had to just write down basically sounds. And at first, I was like, "Well, hang on, how the heck do I even? I don't even know what I don't even know how to describe the sounds that this language is." So and in the end, like you just had to use deductive reasoning and just kind of go with what it sounded like. And since you could you you could do four at a time, it was easy to try and say, "All right, I need four and then I'll just get the first four, and then hopefully the the next four. Yeah, Alex, can
0: you describe uh, what the biggest problem was uh, with unlocking the briefcase uh, on the street? Uh, well,
7: intelligence, I think. <laughs> um, I mean, here's the thing we we found we found all three um, hidden signs probably 25 oh. minutes in, 20 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that wasn't our issue, which I'm happy about because personally, I think you know the the things that were right in front of our face were were the hardest um, obstacles for us to overcome during during the race. Uh, But with that being said, we we just associated um, the the archway with the Arc de Triomphe in Paris, and we had two legs in France, so there was never even a consideration that Washington Square Park and leg number one because the other problem that we had was. We associated iceland with leg number one so um we were never going to get it so, yeah and that's the thing that i think is, is a little bit of, of a consoling factor because it's not like phil came and it was something that was super obvious that we were just overlooking it was something that connor and i literally didn't even cross our minds. um yeah so yeah i mean we we were never getting through it
0: It seemed like that the other teams ended up, you know, they they all struggled with it and they got to a point where they're like, okay, let's just try every single combination until we get it.
3: Did we did that for three hours? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Not even an
0: exaggeration. Three hours. Oh yeah. So, I would love to know about the, uh, you guys seem to have a bond with the other teams uh, that you were uh, racing with in the top four in terms of team big brother and then team extreme, except for Henry and Evan. What was the reason why you guys uh, did not necessarily see eye to eye with them?
3: Well, I think honestly, um, you know, they, they were nice people. Like after some of the legs, you know, we'd all hang out and everyone would chat and, you know, Henry was super cool. And, you know, we invited them to IndyCar races, you know, after the show's over, but, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I think a lot of us were used to playing team games. Like, you know, obviously, you know, team extreme, they've been part of team USA. They've been part of, you know, team events and they sort of understand, you know, they got to work through qualifying rounds to get to the finals. And, you know, that's sort of what we were doing. You know, all we were doing was trying to get to the finals, you know, that's where the big prize was. And so I think, you know they all sort of saw um you know the benefit of of, of having sort of uh, strong bonds and relationships, whereas um, you know Henry and Evan just just weren't on that sort of game plan, which is fine. obviously you know they were super lucky, they were super talented, they made it all the way through. um but in the end, yeah, it just you know that's just sort of the way uh, way it worked out
0: yeah uh, did it make you feel better to see that uh, you know Justin Cody were very sad to see uh, them at the uh, f- at the finish line and not either uh, you guys or Team Extreme?
7: Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, we all, for, I'd say, the four episodes leading up to Hong Kong, the three of us, we all had this vision of, of a team, the three of us in the final. So that was what we were all striving for and what we were trying to accomplish. Um, but it became very clear, kind of, once we were leaving the detour in Hong Kong, that, that Yale was probably going to be one of the three teams. Hmm. So we're, Connor and I, were I think all of us were kind of mentally preparing for the fact that that wasn't going to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, as we've, as we've discussed, we were very close with, with Justin Cody and Jen and Christie, And I think that we still are. And I think we have, you know, four people in our lives who, who are actual friends now. So, I mean, I think that's a, that's a huge thing to take away from the show. And um, yeah, I mean, as as you go through this experience and this journey for a longer periods of time, you form those relationships and, and you want to be there with your friends at the end, because you do become friends because uh, you're doing something all pretty crazy together.
0: Yeah. Uh, Connor, could you talk a little bit about your experience uh, milking the
3: camel last week? <laughs> of course I can. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was an interesting experience in life. I think, I have not really been one to put myself in uh, situations like that. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, you just got to do it. You got to get in there and get your hands dirty and uh, and start, you know, doing some milking. So that's what we had to do. And uh, it turns out it worked out all right for us. <laughs> uh,
0: Connor, I also feel like that you had a very interesting relationship with Phil. I don't know if you felt like that he liked you more than anybody or he picked on you more than anybody uh, did you feel like that you and phil had a bond i think phil really
3: uh enjoyed sort of making fun of me i guess uh <laughs> ever since left like one um but he was super cool i mean to be honest i was a big fan of the show when i was a kid so i always saw phil as like this you know superstar guy you know this guy out here handing people millions of dollars and telling people to go home and stuff like that so it was uh it was it was kind of cool just to you know hang out with him. Uh, you know we obviously didn't have our phones, so I don't have anyone's contact information from the show. So hopefully we can hang out again some other time in life. But, um, yeah, uh, I thought it was funny. And Hey, if it, if, if, if it, if it made people laugh, then awesome. I'm willing to take that. Yeah.
0: Alex, how did you guys go from doing IndyCar stuff to being on the amazing race?
7: Well, the, the Verizon IndyCar series it continually pushes, uh, out its drivers to different networks and fast team agencies. And, We've seen the results of that with, with two fellow drivers that have been on Dancing with the Stars and a lot of guys have been on American Ninja Warrior, Family Feud, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, they just came to, came to us, the series did, and said that, they, that CBS has an interest in two racing drivers and they've never been able to get it before because usually our seasons go kind of into November, um, so it would never be possible. Um, but, but our season ended pretty early in September. And so they said we they asked if we'd be interested and it was a it was a pretty immediate yes from the both of them.
0: Okay. And if the Amazing Race ever came calling again for another shot to do this, was this sort of like, okay, we did it, we dabbled, now let's get back on with our lives or would you ever consider going back out there?
3: Oh, that's a good question. Um, obviously in my situation, I lost my ride in the when I got back, so I got to do something. So I, I, would, I would probably do anything at this point. But, Alex, it's going to be hard to find that type of time in our schedules again. It sort of worked out perfectly, but it's really tough to uh, to, to sort of even get a couple weeks, um, you know, away from the racing world, let alone, you know, a full month to, uh, you know, to film. So, so who knows? I mean, I'm, I'm sort of up for anything at this point, but uh, you never know what will happen.
0: Alex, would Connor have your blessing to search for a new amazing race partner? Absolutely not. No. Okay.
7: Oh, you're tied up, Connor. There's the, I mean, if he's going to do it again, then, then, I mean, he's not doing it without me. I mean, but like Connor said, I mean, it, was a very, it was a very unique situation where we, we had the time and usually, um, you know, we're both very busy. Connor's going to, I'm pretty sure find a job here pretty soon. He's going to be busy. And I mean, it's, it would be a unique situation but i don't think either of us would turn our noses at it we'll see if it if it comes knocking
0: okay all right well you guys were uh, very fun to watch on the season and uh, best of luck with everything uh, coming up uh, in uh, the future thanks so much guys thank yep. you all right everybody, there you have it alex and connor uh, very sad to hear connor Without a job, I was going to see if maybe I have something for uh, Connor. I feel like that he'd be a, a good guy to have around and Alex has had him around all these years. So uh, we'll see what comes next for for Connor. I thought Alex was going to let him go on the amazing race without him. Alex put his foot down. I guess that was part of the deal for letting him stay at his house for so long. All right. So that's going to do it for us here, talking with the top four teams from The Amazing Race. And of course, we're going to have our full Amazing Race recap coming up uh, later on Thursday night. I will get with Jessica Leese and Mike Bloom. talk about everything that went on and of course uh so much other stuff with all of the big brother and survivor we just dropped a uh, new first one out as well as all of the survivor previews that we have uh coming in the next couple of days so plenty to do make sure you're subscribed rob has a website.com to not miss a thing and congratulations again jess and cody take care everybody have a good one bye